I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Hey everybody, welcome back to our podcast, Nice, Naughty, and 40. If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining us. We appreciate your support and hope you enjoy our discussion. In our last couple of episodes, we talked about the social and um, physical changes that come with entering our 40s. We'll be wrapping up the series in this episode with the mental and emotional changes. Some might refer to these changes as... Midlife crisis. (laughs) (laughs) The midlife crisis. We might need to have a box of tissues handy just in case. I know I can get a little bit weepy at times. Oh my gosh, yes you can. So don't miss any future episodes. So make sure you follow us. Um, If you've listened before and are back for more, thanks. Yes, thank you. (laughs) And we can't wait to get um, get your feedback. So you know you can also uh, check us out on Facebook. All right, I got the box of tissues, so (laughs) don't be afraid if you get emotional too, Michelle. Nothing too touchy, Philly Tanya. <laughs> I can't. We can't have our uh, listeners sobbing. Um, you know, hearing you sob on the mic. Actually, no worries. We're gonna help each other through this, and you know, we'll gradually discuss the emotional changes into the conversation. You know, so mm-hmm. let's just start on the mental side first. So, what's a change that drives you nuts? Or maybe there really isn't one. Maybe it's just something you wish you didn't have to think about, that it reminds you that you're getting older. Something that uh, drives me crazy um, is actually, oh my gosh, I hate doing this because it seems rude, but sometimes I have to interrupt someone Mm. (laughs) mid-talk because if I don't, I'm going to totally forget what I intended to say. So it's like, you know, I may seem like I'm being rude, but I'm sorry, I'm older. I need to get it out, like, because I'm going to forget it. And I'm going to be, like, looking like, uh, especially in a meeting, I don't want to be that person with that puff cloud over my head and trying to reach for something like, what was I going to say? And it's like, I just have to say it, like, and I try to, end, like, you know, just do it, like, suave, like, mm-hmm. yeah, and such and such because I'm like I have to at least get it out so someone can say oh yeah you were saying yes you know so that's one of my things okay okay (laughs) oh and uh another one is leaving the house I don't care how many times I check I double check before (laughs) I leave out the house I'm at the door keys blah 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 this uh, I get in the car and uh, I left my cell phone Uh, yes 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 (laughs) My teenagers come in handy because I'm always sending them back in the house for whatever it is. I forgot. <laughs> Unless I had, I forgot to pee. Like, back in the house, they're sitting in the car. Like, it's just always forgetting something. Like, so what about you, Tanya? What's going on with you nowadays? You know what? I suffer from, why did I come in this room? Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> or I know I'm forgetting something syndrome. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's like, I didn't 
ever do this in my 30s or certainly not in my 20s, but it's become far more frequent than I'd like. You know, it, one time I was looking for my phone and it was in my hand. Mm, yes, <laughs> I'm sure this might happen with you with your glasses when you pull them off. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm sure some of our listeners have their stories too. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is like with teaching, you know, uh, I used to ask my students to hold off on their questions until the end because I might answer it during the class discussion or lecture. Mm-hmm. But if I'm honest, I sometimes need them to hold off because I just might forget <laughs> where I left off. So like you were talking about, you might need to interrupt someone. Yeah. And I'm telling the student, like, look, you can't interrupt me. I'm, I'm, you know, I got it going now. You know, I got the flow going. You're going to mess me up, right? I mean, like this happens at the dining room table too. Like my husband and daughter, you know, will be having a meal, just talking. I'll get all immersed in one of my stories about work or something else. And my daughter chimes in midway through. And, you know, I'll admonish her for interrupting me and remind her to say excuse me um, if she wants to interject. But in the meantime, (laughs) I've lost track of my story. And then, I I mean, I do this, and I have to admit, I I did this even when I was younger, but I do it more now. I'll start another story and start another conversation. And then five minutes into that story, I recall where I left off in the previous story. And so I want to go back and wrap that one up (laughs) before I go back to the other one. So needless to say, the dinner table conversations usually involve me juggling three or more stories at once. (laughs) Oh my gosh, well, at least you're mastering the juggling. You know, that's working, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So are you doing anything to stay mentally sharp or find that you still are in, um, like, as far as, like, some areas, like, what are you doing? Well, you know what? I'm absolutely trying to do things to stay mentally sharp. You know, I need to for my career, obviously, and definitely for my daughter as she gets older (laughs) and tries to outwit me, you know, Mm -hmm. and just for my own well-being, too. You know, I love playing games. So, I use games to try to keep me on point. Um, This one app, I actually didn't even play it when it was an app at first. I used to play it on a website. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's geared towards improving your mental acuity. It's Lumosity. And this is not a promo for Lumosity. Like, we're not getting paid by them. This is just something I've been using for years. And you put me on to that years ago and you didn't even remember. Yeah. You put me on to that a long time ago. But, you know, um, I like how some games, it's about memory recall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even my daughter likes playing some of the games. It's about focus or speed and flexibility Uh, and you know even like with math or language and stuff and some of them are really addictive and I'm like oh I could do better than that you know (laughs) and so I'll challenge my daughter and so but I think she's on the other end of the spectrum where she might be mentally sharp but in terms of like the flexibility with certain games I'm much quicker than she is since she's just seven so I'm like ha ha if you haven't played a game of a match with your kid yeah oh yes that's a good game to improve your memory if you feel like you're slipping Oh my gosh, Jaden, my, my teenager, he ran circles around me like, he's like, mom, you didn't know that was right there? I'm like, oh, I forgot. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's like another game I love that definitely helps keep me mentally sharp. Um, and I am really looking forward to them coming back. I won't say that they've went away, but they're certainly not really uh, available with restrictions and all. Mm -hmm. Is the Room Escapes? I'm not sure if you've ever done a Room Escape yes. before. Yeah, yeah, I love Room Escapes or a murder mystery dinner where, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, I love them because they force you to think outside the box and tap into your critical thinking <laughs> skills and all. So you don't have to be, you, you don't have to be in your 40s or anything, yeah. but I'm just saying, you know, you're trying to stay mentally sharp, do something that requires a higher level of critical thinking because mm -hmm. it's so rewarding when you get out of that you know when you escape from that room or mm -hmm. solve that murder mystery I'm proud to say I've done it more than once <laughs> like I was the person who found the last clue it was just amazing <laughs> and see I can imagine now uh, when I went to the escape room I, I've been on more than one occasion but um it's BYOB mm -hmm. so we were just drinking and the guys on the uh, intercom like okay are you ready for the next clue like mm -hmm. trying to move us along like get you gotta up. be sharp you can't be drinking <laughs> in an escape drinking, room <laughs> like sitting down drinking like look we might find one or two that's it mm-hmm mm -hmm. but I mean something I will say that I'm still you know really good at is remembering faces and names like three word association I mean I remember people from first grade like I won't put a name out there because I'm come up with a fake name I'm like oh it's Michael Jones and I'm like hey Michael Jones and he's like who are you <laughs> like remember me <laughs> I'm yeah I do both names oh I do God. I give the first and last name oh if I know goodness. your middle name I'm like remember me you know we were in third grade together <laughs> so so I will say that that's something I've always been really good at since I was younger is mm -hmm. just remember pe remembering people's faces and names like I remember good all of my students by face uh, wow. I mean we're you know obviously we're doing virtual learning so I don't really get to see their faces like that mm -hmm. but in the classroom I always tell them give me two give me two classes and I'll wow. have all your names down I'll, you know I'll know I, it only um, one time got me because I had a class where there were four people with the same name and so I had to say okay they were all named um John luckily one was like okay I'm you can call me Jay and the other one was like you can call me by my middle name because I'm like otherwise I'm gonna get mixed up <laughs> so Michelle tell us how you're staying sharp what you doing well I try first of all it's hard for me to be consistent with things so right now what my thing is is meditation mm -hmm. um, I try to make time for it as much as I can um, as far as like just shutting down sometimes I'll just shut down and not have um, the radio or the TV mm -hmm. on I may just have my little uh, table fountain on but no background noise so that way I can just kind of totally shut down okay Good, good, good. I mean, I like to do meditation too. Uh, I think one of the issues, or at least, and we probably can even do a podcast on this, is that uh, people think that brain chatter is a bad thing. You know, like mm -hmm. when you hear, you know, a lot going on, like you're thinking about all these things while you're meditating. Mm -hmm. But that's not always, you know, a bad thing, you sure. know? Um, and especially in our 40s, we always got something we're thinking about. <laughs> always. Oh my gosh, when I first started with meditation, it was so hard. I'm like, that's those clothes off the dryer? Yes. Like, did I do this? 
Exactly. Okay. So emotionally, oh, emotionally, <laughs> what's going on in your forties, Michelle? Are you more or less tolerant of people? Are you like, don't even try it. I'm in my forties. <laughs> Maybe, you know, you're a little more sensitive. Oh gosh. Um, this is like crazy. Um, to even tell everyone this but uh, I have to be honest my anxiety is mm. like at an all time high mm. I don't know if it's maybe because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and all the civil unrest mm-hmm. but I don't know as I get older it seems like I am just more worrisome mm. um, when I was younger I wasn't you know, I didn't have anxiety all crazy but um, I have like a lot of anxiety so um, and just trying to remember like I remember one time I I know I locked my car. I know I had to, but I really I got on. I take the subway. I commute mm-hmm. to work when I was in the office, and I get on the subway, and I'm like, did I lock the car? No, I ain't locked the car. Mm. I think my laptop in the car. Let me go back. I got off the sub mm. and went back just to go and lock my car. And mm. it's just like, was it locked? <laughs> I mean, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, I would think that you're not the only one who's probably, you know, thought about if their car was locked or not. Now, whether or not they got off the subway, you know. Yeah. Only reason I did Mm -hmm. because I had my laptop in the car. Yeah. So I was just like not willing, but you know, I had to check it. Like, let Mm -hmm. me pull the door, and it was locked. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes it makes you feel like you're losing it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I mean, it just seemed like as I'm getting older. I just always feel like I need to like constantly go back and like double check behind myself. Mm-hmm. And the kids actually will be like, Jay will be like, Mom, you know you did it. Like it's okay. Like stop, you know, um, second guessing yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy when your 14 year old is like, Mom, stop second guessing mm-hmm. yourself. But I do that, and I've noticed that it just seems heightened as I um, get older. So it's just like little things like that, and. Um, so much information to give out <laughs> but we're here to do that we're yes here to yes yes but like um I've actually had a few panic attacks mm. so um especially like if I'm working on an event at work and it's like I'm a perfectionist so I I try to delegate but I am more of a control freak yeah so it's like when you hand something that's off, something we have in common yes. <laughs> Like, you're like, my name is on this, and I gave it to mm-hmm. such and such. I got to make sure she did it. Mm-hmm. But when I'm working on an event, best believe you'll find a little folded up paper bag in one of my bags. Mm-hmm. Because it actually helps. Like, if you're having a panic attack, mm-hmm. I go in the bathroom, do a little couple puffs in my bag. Not puffs of anything. <laughs> not anything. Just puffs of You know, they say that helps oxygen. with anxiety. I don't know. Is Pennsylvania know. one of the areas where you not can puff yet. up? <laughs> Jersey, I think Jersey just started. Um, that would be nice. I bet you I wouldn't be anxious anymore. I don't know. I won't say if I have or not. <laughs> so, Tanya, come on. No waterworks. What else okay. don't you? All right. Well, you know what's interesting is that. I actually have a little bit of the opposite of what you're saying. And it doesn't mean that I don't ever get anxious or anything like that. But my anxiety and just being like really emotional about things that I was that way more so as a child and as a young adult. And I found that as I've become older and certainly into my 40s that I become more even killed and that 
Uh, that's not to say things don't get me upset, but it's not as much as it used to be, you know. So are um, you into the Bob Marley? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know that. You know the answer to that. <laughs> but you never know, right? Yeah, but, right. <laughs> you never know. But it's it's funny because people are like, you know, you're always so mellow, yeah, that's so you know. Cool. So, <laughs> that <is cool. laughs> and it's funny because. Um, you know, just a, a side note here for our listeners is that I remember when I was younger and I would be really anxious or nervous or just lacking confidence. And Michelle was one of my cheerleaders. I remember, you know, she should tell me to look in the mirror and, and you know, she would give me these affirmations to say yeah. and everything. So it's, it's weird that there's kind of like this reversal, exchange, you yes. know, um, yeah. but at the same time, the cool part is that now I can you know, be your cheerleader mm-hmm. and help you through some things, you yes, know? I need yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, cause I, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I get flustered, but not as much. I mean, I'll never forget. I saw a sign in someone's office before that said, will it matter in five years from now? Or will it even matter? You know, some things it won't even matter from five days from now. Then why are you worrying about it? You know, um, I mean, I had, I mean, I won't get into it, but I had like some things with, you know, some students trying to debate grades and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I had to remind myself, is it going to matter, you know, next semester? No. Then why am I getting myself all worried and worked up about it? <laughs> See, I'm going to take that. I like that. I like yeah. that. I mean, it's like, I, I mean, I might still ponder over things. That doesn't mean like, oh, now I'll, you know, I'm one of those people who's like, I don't care. Because I do yeah. care, mm-hmm. but I don't stay in that place as, you know, long as I did when I was younger. Like th- when I was younger, I could stay in that oh, questioning <laughs> place for a very long time. I remember, I'm like, get know? over it. Tanya, it's <laughs> over. Get over it. You know, I mean, and I think that the main thing is that something that's really worked for me is just try my best to focus on the positive. I mean, um, not even just positive, but positive emotions and trying to find ways to release those emotions. Like Mm -hmm. if it is something that's negative, because I mean, no one's going to be positive all the time, but if you have a way of releasing it, and I think that was something that I didn't have when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I would allow uh, any type of negative feelings or if someone did something wrong to me and instead of me vocalizing that I would let it build up and fester okay. and eventually I would get so stressed out I mean it would impact my health I mean I would get like you know patches of hair missing you know I mean I had stress related psoriasis and I was like oh gosh you know I, I mean, and this is into my 30s that yeah. I was getting myself worked up about this stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not totally behind me. Mm-hmm. I would be lying if I said, oh, I don't ever, you know, get worried <laughs> or stressed anymore, right? But I will say that if someone or something upsets me, I'm far more vocal. I mean, I still kind of tiptoe a little bit. And I'll be like, yeah. well, when you said this, that kind of, you know, hurt my feelings. Or, or I'll say, well, I, I really think we should talk about this and even though I may not be you know like I mean I'm not going to be usually like in somebody's face you going to tell me blah Probably you know <laughs> yeah I, I don't care <laughs> but I will say I'm, I am at the point where I will speak up and say you know I can't hold on to those negative emotions if I want to have a productive and healthy life you know yeah but so you know I'm talking about myself but what about you what are you doing um 
so with me, it's like uh, my stress and anxiety. Um, it actually follows me when I'm mm. asleep. Um, I've noticed. <laughs> don't think I'm a bad case. <laughs> I'm like even all my this girl can't sleep. But um, I have to sleep with a mouth guard mm. um, because of like me grinding my teeth. Mm. I've actually been told that I like talk in my sleep and I really? run. Like sometimes I'm running and I'm like, what is going on? I'm very like just it's just. Yeah, and it's just like, um, and I, I fight in my sleep. It's just like my anxiety. So I'm like, mm. okay, <laughs> it's just too much going on. I remember, I remember my dentist. Um, my dentist was like, um, I think you need to start doing yoga or meditation because Miss um, Price, I'm replacing your mouth guard like way too soon. Mm. Like it's just too much. So um, I did cut out the ID channel. I had to let that go. Ah! <laughs> yes, I don't that's the one it. where they talk about like the different murders and yes, crazy I, stuff the uh i almost got away with it or something yes yes <laughs> i used to look at that before i went to sleep so i'm mm -hmm. like let me let me stop yeah that'll do it back. yeah and i stopped looking at the news before bed because i'm just like okay why am i so tense like, mm -hmm. in my sleep so i try not to think about those things and then um with my stress like it actually caused me to have and it's hard to say it it's called tmjd it's like where your jaw is tight from grinding your jaw mm. i have to do like little jaw exercises i'm like what is this it's uh temporal i was how, how did she say it was tempo raya mandibular mm. we're we gonna call it tmjd <laughs> have a podcast just about dreams <laughs> no, well you know I've definitely enjoyed this conversation especially mm -hmm. considering that uh and speaking for myself I didn't have to grab the tissue box so right that, that was See? good <laughs> so uh in the next two episodes we're gonna have a candid discussion about the D word divorce mm. well the other d word too dating okay. you know i'm not divorced nor dating <laughs> so my sister who has a lot of insight she's actually going to be joining us to give her perspective along with michelle so much to give. <laughs> this is going to be uh, it's going to be good. So definitely, um, if you haven't um, subscribed, you want to um, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts, 
and follow us on Spotify. Yes. Or Amazon Music. We're that's Amazon right. Music. That's right. <laughs> also follow us on Instagram and Facebook to keep the discussion going with some of your insight. Um, let me know if you're going through the things that I'm going through. Yes. Um, if you have questions or even um, topics, ideas, whatever, let us know because we are looking at um, our social media. Yes, we so, are. And we may actually bring up one of your issues on um, our next podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. It's that time again for us to close this episode with an inspirational quote. Someone who definitely inspired me is the late Toni Morrison. In a graduation speech she delivered, she said, your life is already a miracle of chance waiting for you to shape its destiny. I actually posted this one on our social media pages for Motivational Monday, and I wanted to share it in the podcast too. So tell us, Michelle, what's this mean to you? But my interpretation of this is um, life is a gift. Um, if you are lucky or blessed enough to have another day, this is another day to get closer to your dream, your destiny, or your purpose in life. Yes, definitely, definitely. For me, waiting and destiny are the words that stood out. I mean, oftentimes we wait for that perfect time to follow our passion, whether it's going to school, building a family, making a career change, or even starting a podcast. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you, you, know? <laughs> you know, sometimes we just need to get out there and stop waiting to fulfill our destiny. I mean, actually, I'd like to make it plural destinies i think sometimes we follow one path and feel like we have to stay on that course because it's our destiny or at least we were told it was our destiny why can't we have many destinations on our journey through life i mean there's so much i enjoy but there's still more that i want to explore and discover what i thought was my destiny in my 20s changed in my 30s and evolved even further in my 40s you know mm, yeah yeah That's good. That's so definitely something to think about and we yeah. would love to know what our listeners think about that too yes definitely until next time whatever you do live your best life by loving yourself